Welcome to Storytime with Dad. Today, we will be reading Johnny Appleseed. Many years ago, when the United States was just a young country, there lived a man named Johnny Appleseed. He wasn't very tall, and he had a long, scraggly beard, a great big grin, and eyes as blue as the bluest cornflowers. Now some folks said Johnny Appleseed was a strange-looking fellow because he wore a pair of patched pants and used an old piece of rope for a belt. Sometimes he wore a patched-up old shirt, and sometimes he wore no shirt at all. He didn't even own a pair of shoes. Instead of a hat, he wore an old mush pot on his head, and over his shoulder he always carried a big old leather pouch stuffed full of apple seeds. Johnny Appleseed wasn't always called that. As a small boy, he was called John Chapman, or plain old Johnny for short. He was born in what's now the state of Massachusetts. In those days, Massachusetts was a green land of rolling hills and well-tended farms. Best of all, as far as Johnny was concerned, there were plenty of apple orchards near his home. Johnny was sure that nothing in the world could possibly taste as good as a ripe apple freshly picked off the tree. He liked everything made with apples too. Apple pie, apple cider, applesauce, and apple dumplings. As he was growing up, he spent as much time as he could in apple orchards. He liked being there in the spring when the trees were covered with white blossoms, and even better in the fall when all the apples were ripe. It seemed to him that heaven must be like an apple orchard with apples enough for everyone. When Johnny grew up, he got a job helping a farmer tend his apple orchard. Although Johnny wasn't very tall, he was strong and he worked hard, and the farmer was pleased with him. No one, the farmer liked to say, could possibly know more about apples than Johnny Chapman did. The farmer joked that Johnny should be called Johnny Apple, or better yet, Johnny Appleseed, and that was how Johnny got his name. The American Revolution had recently ended, and the United States was an independent country now. People began to move into territories where no settlers had been before. There, they planned to build cabins and start farms. Every day, Johnny watched as families packed their belongings into covered wagons and began their journeys westward. I wonder where these folks will get apples out there, Johnny said to himself one day. He couldn't imagine not having any apples. Why, then there'd be no apple dumplings, no apple fritters, no apple pies, and no apple cider. It seemed like just about the worst thing Johnny could imagine. He worried about it and puzzled about it until one night he had a dream. In the dream... Johnny was wandering through a great apple orchard, bigger and more beautiful than any he'd ever seen. Then an angel appeared. Johnny, Johnny Appleseed, I want you to go on a journey for me. You must travel west across the great forests and prairies and mountains. Take with you a sack of apple seeds and plant them wherever you go. That way, Apple trees will grow everywhere, and there will be enough apples for everyone. Go. When Johnny woke up, the sun was shining. The sky was as blue as the bluest cornflower, and Johnny knew that he must do as the angel had told him. So he got a big leather pouch and filled it with different kinds of apple seeds. There were seeds for red Baldwin apples and tart Rhode Island greenings, seeds for cooking apples and eating apples, for golden apples and russet apples, and for many other kinds of apple. Then Johnny set out in the clothes he was wearing. Along the way, it started to rain, and he realized he'd forgotten to put on a hat. 
The rain fell harder and harder. Then, just when it was at its hardest, Johnny spotted an old mush pot lying by the side of the road. That'll keep the rain off me, Johnny thought, and it'll make a fine pot to cook in, too. And so he set it on his head and continued on his way. And that's how Johnny Appleseed got his mush pot hat. For many years, Johnny roamed all over the land, planting apple seeds wherever he went. After a time, his boots got so worn out they fell off his feet. Since Johnny didn't want to stop to make a new pair, he just went on barefoot. He discovered, for some strange reason, he didn't really need any shoes. Even when the ground was white with snow, his feet never got cold. They never hurt him either, even when he walked on the rockiest roads. Some say this is because Johnny's angel was looking out for him. Johnny never carried a knife or a gun either, but the wildest wild creatures never troubled him. Even fierce grizzly bears and mountain lions acted meek and mild around Johnny Appleseed, for he was a friend to all wild things. One day, Johnny came upon a big old gray wolf caught in a trap. He felt sorry for the creature, so he set it free and bandaged its wounded leg. After that, the old wolf followed Johnny wherever he went, running alongside him just like a tame dog. Settlers usually shot at wolves, but they knew to leave Johnny's pet alone, and so the old gray wolf became Johnny's closest companion. Settlers were moving farther and farther west each year, and Johnny followed them. He planted apple seeds wherever people settled so that there would be apples in all the new towns and villages and farms across America. Once a year or so, Johnny traveled back east to get more apple seeds. Along the way, he always stopped to visit the pioneer families he had met on his earlier journeys. He liked to see the children growing up in the log cabins and the farms the settlers had built. But best of all, he liked to look at all the apple trees he had planted. It always made him happy to see how tall and strong they had grown, and to taste the apples they bore. Years passed, and still Johnny traveled. His friend, the gray wolf, died, and so he went on alone. The pioneers he had first met were now old, and their children had grown up and taken over the farms. Johnny himself was old now, too. His red scraggly beard was as white as snow, and his face was as wrinkled as an old apple. But his smile was still as wide as ever, and his eyes were the same bright blue. One cold winter day, Johnny got caught in a terrible storm. Snow and ice fell across the road, and even to Johnny it felt too cold to camp outside. So, he walked 20 miles to a log cabin that belonged to a settler he knew. When he got there, however, the cabin was empty. The family had gone to town to visit friends, and their front door was locked. Johnny spread his blanket on their front porch and stretched out for the night. Outside, the moon shone brightly, and the world was covered with snow. As Johnny closed his eyes, something strange happened. It seemed to him that it had suddenly grown as warm as a summer day, and all around him he could smell apples ripening. With a smile on his face, he drifted off to sleep and soon began to dream. In his dream, he was once again walking in a beautiful apple orchard with the same angel who had appeared to him so many years before. Johnny, Johnny Appleseed, I've been looking for you. I've come to take you away with me. And it stretched out its hand toward him. But what about my apple trees? Johnny cried. I still have seeds that need planting. The angel smiled at him and looked very bright and beautiful. Johnny, you've done all that I've asked and more. And all your apple trees will grow strong and bear fruit 
for many generations. Now it is time for you to leave this world. But don't worry. Where I am taking you, there is a garden. And in that garden, there is a corner where you can plant your apple seeds. Very well, Johnny said. Then I'll come with you. So he took the angel's hand, and together they rose into the sky. The next day, the settler came home and found Johnny Appleseed lying on the front porch as if he were sleeping. There was a smile on his face, and, it said, in his hand was a ripe red apple. Johnny's trees have grown tall and old, and every year, all across America, farmers pick apples that come from the trees Johnny Appleseed planted so long ago. In fact, the next apple you eat just might be one of them. The End So, here's something interesting. The story of Johnny Appleseed is not a fairy tale. John Chapman was real, and he really did plant apple trees all across America. Well, the Northeast, Illinois through Pennsylvania. Being an Ohio boy myself, I can tell you that we learned about Johnny Appleseed when I was in elementary school. As the story mentions, Johnny Appleseed was very kind to people, was a friend to all God's creatures, and really did reach folk hero status during his lifetime. He lived about 70 years and passed away in 1845. Now, I too have a love for apples and apple cider, but that's not why I like this story so much. I like that Johnny lives life fully and stays true to who he is on the inside. You'd think that wearing terrible clothes, a weird hat, and not even having shoes would give others plenty of reason to ridicule and make fun of him, but instead, Johnny does his own thing, and because he's good and kind, people are inspired by him, not irritated. I think this story, and remember it's true, is a concrete example we can look to if we find ourselves drifting away from who we are. And you know what that is when it happens in the small, subtle ways. For example, when you change your style because of comments from others, or how it's going to be perceived on social media, or when you worry more about how much money you're going to make rather than doing a job you enjoy. These small compromises add up over time, and then, many years down the road, you're unrecognizable even to yourself. So remember, the world needs you to be you. You're the only one who can do it, so be the best you that you can be. If you enjoy these stories, don't forget to rate Storytime with Dad. Also, if there's a story you want me to read, send an email or feedback to hello at storytimewithdad.com or tweet me at dadstorytime. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.